You guys, working from home is no joke. I've now been doing it for five years, three years full-time, and holy bananas does it have a learning curve. It's definitely hard and it's a struggle, but once you can find what works for you and your situation, you will feel so empowered. But because I do have knowledge in this, I definitely want to just give you my tips, my advice, and share what works for me so that maybe it will help your days go a little smoother. Hey guys, and welcome back to Hustle to Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Deidre Weaver. I'm so grateful that you're taking time out of your day to just sit here with me, to share my heart, my words, and hopefully fill your cup. Your love, your support means more to me than you will ever, ever know. So please, enjoy, buckle up, and let's get to it. I know everyone right now is kind of just trying to adjust to life, right? There is a new normal for everyone and we don't know really what to do and like where to go, what to do with our hands. Maybe this has been the first week that you've worked from home and you look back on your week and you're like, cool, I got nothing done. Or maybe you're trying to work from home, but you also have your kids, which is totally new. And you're like, help me. Where's the wine? What do I even do from here? I want to just let you sigh a deep breath of relief and know that you're not alone. Working from home and especially working from home with children around is so freaking hard. First, embrace the fact that you are owning up and taking control and doing the best you can. I think giving yourself grace and just knowing that it's going to take an adjustment period is the biggest blessing you can give yourself. Not worrying about perfection and instead figuring out, okay, what works for me and what doesn't. That's the one thing I really, really, really want you to focus on is not comparing how you're showing up to other people on social media because they're not sharing their shit shows on social media. They're not sharing the meltdowns. They're not sharing how little they're getting done. They're not sharing the struggles. They're sharing the fun things they're doing. When you can take that comparison and flush it down the toilet and instead say, all right, what's going to work for me? What's going to work in my home? What's going to work for my family? And really playing to your strengths, it will make the biggest difference. So let's just lean in. I want to share with you my best tips, my best tricks, advice, things that I've learned over the past three, five years that have really helped me create the business that I have, a full-time income from home with my children here. Because I'll be honest, I've only worked from home with kids beside me. So really managing the chaos and trying to keep all the plates spinning is what I've had to deal with. And it's freaking hard. But there is hope. There is silver lining. You can figure out something that works for you. It may just take a little bit of sacrifice. It may take doing things you wouldn't normally want to or possibly would never dream of. But if you can get up and get it done, I can tell you, you will feel 100 times more productive. The secret to working from home is pulling your head out of your ass. I know. It's not that moving. I know it's not that inspiring, but it is oh so real. Because nine times out of 10, when we are at home, 
the thing that holds us back is the distractions. It's the kids who constantly need us. It's the messy house, the laundry, the dishes. It's the Netflix show that you're dying to watch, right? All things that will eventually lead to procrastination if you don't get focused. So let's dig in right now. My first tip is definitely keeping some sort of routine. I know you probably are now working from home or maybe you are out of a job temporarily and so you're just sitting on your couch twiddling your thumbs like, okay, what do I even do? We often try to treat it like a vacation. So we're going to sleep in and we're going to enjoy our time and we're going to watch all the TV and catch up on life. And while you know happiness is like a number one priority to me, I also think it's very important for you to skip that phase. Because once you do that, you will get into a habit. You will create these bad habits of sleeping in, of not doing the work that you need to do. And then you will never be motivated to get up and do what you actually need to. You will notice that your days start disappearing, right? And I know this because I've been through that. I've done that struggle where I'm like, oh, I'll get so much done. And then I wait and it's eight o'clock and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have nothing done. And it makes you feel overwhelmed. It makes you feel anxious. It just makes you feel like you are not in control. So my recommendation is to definitely keep some sort of routine. Set an alarm so that you get up at the same time every single day. Make sure you go to bed at a specific time every single day. I like to set out specific hours for TV so that I know I can only watch TV between here and here. And I'll get into my time blocking later, but keeping a routine and setting a light schedule so that you kind of know what your day is going to look like. For example, if you don't have kids at home, you can say, all right, I'm going to get up at this time, move my body or have my morning coffee, and then I'm going to shower and be ready by this time. And then I know I'm going to work from here to here, and voila, there's a rough schedule. You know what time you're getting up, you know what time you're going to be ready to sit down to work, and you know what time you're going to bed at night. That's really all that you actually need. Because the alternative, if you don't have a routine, is you're going to sleep in until what, 10, 11, maybe you're a late sleeper, so it's one or two, and then you wake up and you got to eat something, maybe you'll eventually get ready, and then you lose your day. So keep that routine. Having some sort of schedule to keep you on track is so incredibly vital. My second tip, and this one is especially if you have kids at home, get your booty up early. I know it's not what you want to hear. Nobody likes to get up early. I totally understand that. But instead of sleeping in till one, get up and start your day at a decent time. Get that hour to yourself where you can sit and have your coffee, where you can sit and decompress and start your day off on the right foot. I always recommend having a me morning, which is where you do your gratitude and just sit in devotional and listen to a good book or podcast. Fill your cup. Start your day off on the right foot. But if you can get up early and get that hour to yourself, get an hour to move your body, you will be so much more productive than if you slept in and then went straight to Netflix, all right? So third tip is set a designated workspace in your house. Whether it's downstairs in the basement, whether it's uh, your bedroom on this new desk that you have, a specific space that is not on your couch in front of the TV. 
I know one perk to working at home is that you literally get to work from anywhere, right? Set a designated office space. I know it's so tempting to just pull up your, your computer right on the couch, put Netflix up in the background, but you are going to be far more distracted and less productive when you're doing that. Whereas if you set up a specific office space, a place where you know once you sit down there, it's time to get to work, that will help you be more focused. That will help you be more productive because you know there ain't no messing around when we sit here. We sit here, we get our work done, we do what we have to do so we can get up and leave that space. And the same goes for sitting in the kitchen. For me, I know I don't have a lot of space in my house so sometimes my kitchen table does have to be my office space. But I have to be very careful because if I am wanting to procrastinate on something at work, I'll look over and I'll see dishes and I'm like, ooh, nope, I've got to put this away. I've got to go clean and take care. And then I look and turn around. None of my work is done for the day. But I mean, my dishes are done for the 15th time. So setting that designated space gives you that focused mindset. It makes it something different. And so that's super, super powerful. For me, it's also important having light in my office space. So making sure that I open the windows, making it bright, having some pretty decor, it just really sets the mood for me when I'm sitting down working and speaking to other people. The fourth thing is really communicating. You want to ask for help from the people who are in the house around you. And I think this is super, super important because a lot of times if you are like you have a husband, you have a roommate, whatever that may be, maybe they're in the same situation where all of a sudden they have to work from home too. And now you have these new bodies here in your home and you don't know what to do with it. I know I had this struggle when my husband has been off for the past three months with his knee surgery. He was at home in my space and without him here I have my own routine I, I know what works and and really being able to do what I need on my time is great and then he came in and I was like wait hold up what do I even do and it wasn't until I started communicating I have this to do and I have this to do and I really need this closet so that I can make a podcast I need to go live on this team call so really communicating that so that he knows like hey I have a live video up and he's not gonna be walking behind me in his underwear not walking in when I'm recording a podcast asking for help from him and my kids even just now as I'm making this podcast I had to ask them hey will you guys go draw pictures and be quiet so mommy can make a podcast for her listeners really communicating that across the household will cause so so much less stress because then I won't be sitting here trying to talk to you and then opening the door every five seconds to yell at my family because they're being too loud. Really asking for help ahead of time will solve a lot of problems before they even happen. The fifth thing is really working to your strengths. So I know I said keep a routine and I know I said get up early, but maybe you're just not an early bird. Maybe you don't like having a set routine. I'm not saying don't use those because I truthfully think that they are so productive. But what I'm saying when I say work in your strengths is find what works for you. Maybe you're not a 5 a.m. kind of person. Okay, get up at 7, get up at 9. Maybe you do your best work in the evenings. All right, plan your routine and your schedule around your evening work session. And I think that's super, super important. What is your strength? My strength is getting up, doing my things, and being done working by noon because afternoon my brain goes to mush. My strengths are speaking to other people. 
I know, things that I need to do that really will help my team, will help me, will help my clients, and I'm working in my strengths to provide for them in this time of need. So what are you good at and how can you leverage that in your business for growth? Now, for those of you who have kids at home, I know the dynamic is like 1,000 times harder. Like what? Because without kids, it really just comes down to stop procrastinating and get it done. Stop deciding to put other things as a priority. But when you add kids to the mix, it's not just your procrastination. It's not just you not making it a priority. You're adding in the needs of these humans who think that they need to eat or think that they need your attention. And sometimes it can be overwhelming, right? Like you just want to get to work and get stuff done so you can relax. This is my biggest tip is 100% goes back to number two, get up early. Get that hour to yourself. Take time for you. Maybe it's moving your body and doing a workout. Maybe it's getting up and having your glass of coffee. Maybe it's just quiet time of an evening as you take a hot bath. I don't know what it is, but you need to make sure you're getting that time for you specifically so that you can kind of unwind. For me, it's in the morning so that I can set myself up and my brain up for success. I know I'm empowered when I start my day that way and it, it allows me to bring more to the table. The second thing is time blocking or power pockets. And I mentioned this when I talked about keeping a routine or schedule. For me, when I'm planning my week ahead, I plan in time blocks. So I know, and especially now since the kids are home, that our school will be from like 8 to 10. Every day from 8 to 10, we're going to do schoolwork. And I know my phone will be put away. I know that my attention will be on them. I know that I won't be working and I will not be available in those hours. I also know that... I work better if I do a little bit before they start their day, before they get up. So I know I have a little pocket of time that I could work in after my workout before I wake them up. I also know while I'm making lunch and they're having recess, I have a pocket of time right there where I can get a a few things done. Really creating those time blocks. So for me, I know every week I have two nights that go specifically to working my business. I block out that time ahead of time because it's already planned. It's already on my calendar. So my family knows it. My team knows it. Those are blocks of time that belong to my business. Same for my family. I know that every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday evening goes to my family. That time is blocked out so that they get that. And if you can set your week up for success in time blocks or figure out what power pockets work for you, you will have greater success in that. The third thing kind of goes along with the time blocks, but find what works for your family. For me, nap time hustle is my jam. And this is what I have done to build this entire business that I've had for the past five years. While my kids are sleeping, nap time, so like 12.30 to 3, that's the quiet time. Before they would nap, now they're outgrowing it, sadly. But it's always the rule. We lay down, we be quiet, watch a movie, read books, do whatever it is. So mommy has her time to just not be touched. And I get to work. I get a hustle in that time frame. And they get a rest. And that's so incredibly important to me and my business. It's so incredibly important for my sanity. And it's so incredibly important for them because they are little kids. So they do need rest. You'll notice if your kids don't have the rest or the quiet time that they need, then come five o'clock, 
oh my gosh, they are the devil. They're just so hungry and so tired and they just can't stop crying, right? Well, that's why. They really need to slow down their body. They need to rest and relax. So it's pretty much a win-win situation. I get to work and they get to rest. Maybe you are in that situation like me where now my kids don't nap. So what do I do? Well, one, I still have them do quiet time. It's just not as long. So my nap time hustle is shorter. What I have learned that I have to do now in this day, especially with the the new homeschooling situation, is it means sacrifices of an evening. So once my kids are in bed, I have to stay up later and I have to get work done then. Anything that I didn't get done in my time block or my power pockets, I get to stay up and I have to sacrifice my time to make it happen. And I know a lot of people who are new to working from home are working nine to five jobs. So maybe you are still in that nine to five, like time frame where you have to be on your computer showing active during those time frames. I think the first tips are going to be so incredibly important for you and really keeping yourself accountable to no outside distractions, turning off the TV, setting up the office space for you, really being focused And making sure that every 50 minutes or so you get up and you shake it off, you move around. If you have to, prep your food ahead for the day. Because I know that that's one of the biggest things that I find I lose my time is I'll start working, sit down, get some stuff done, realize it's lunchtime, get up, and I'll make lunch. And then it's like two hours later, I'm like, crap, I was just eating lunch. Like, where did my day go? Well, it's because I started eating lunch and then I saw this and then I saw this and then I saw this. It can spiral that way out of control because there's so much that needs done under the under your roof that you're like, oh, I, I don't have enough hands. And I want you to know you don't have enough hands. So you really have to prioritize what's more important and can you ask other people in your house for help when it comes to the housework, when it comes to getting dinner ready. Maybe it means being more proactive in your meal planning and getting crock pot meals ready. You really, really, really have to find what works for you. And again, give yourself grace. Know that what they are doing may not be what's best for you. Know that just because you see her being so successful, it doesn't mean she's not struggling too. This is your journey and you really, really have to sit and embrace it and ask yourself what does work, what doesn't work, and what needs to change. What what do you need to achieve and what is it going to take? What are the obstacles that you have to overcome in order to make that happen? So hopefully these tips were very helpful. I know that this is a whole new adventure for everybody and I'm just praying for you through this time. I know you can do this. I know that this is possible. I know it's going to be tricky, but believe me, You have been through harder things, all right? So go kick ass this week. Set yourself up with intention, with purpose, and get shit done. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Hustle to Happiness podcast. If this episode spoke to you, please pause right here and take a screenshot. Go share on your social media and be sure to tag me. Seeing how my voice, my words, and my heart has lifted you up and inspired you really means the most to me. And if you can do me a favor, write a review. Let other people know what you think of this podcast. As always, I'm your host, Deidre Weaver, and I'm so grateful that you took time out of your day to sit here with me. 
Now go hustle to your happiness. With a lot of changes going on in the world right now, I know it can be total chaos. And there may be things that you're missing out on, such as work or the gym or your fitness classes, whatever that may be. Maybe you finally have time to just take and spend on your own health and fitness, but you don't know where to start or you don't have the budget for it. Because let's be honest, we don't know what to expect. No worries. I'm here and I want to help you. I've created a free webpage that has tons of free workouts and workouts for you and your kids to do. Not only that, but I've also shared a helpful meal plan and a gratitude paper that you can print out and use every single day at your convenience. Honestly, I just want to be here to be the light and help you on your journey. So if you'd like to download that or check it out, simply go to my website, which is www.deidraweaver.com and click the free resources tab under client resources. There you'll be able to access it or you can message me on Instagram and say, hey girl, I want that free page and I will send it right your way.